Good day, and let us spin you a cracking yarn. Four bonds of mates on a ripper adventure through fantasy Australia, where every bugger wants to kill your face. It's Dungeons and Dragons, except down under, we call it Dungeons and Drongos. Dunnies, dingoes, drop in. G'day by crikey, a growing fat cat getting kicked out of the pub for fingering at the smoke machine. (laughs) (laughs) What? I mean like a smoke cigarette vending machine. (laughs) Not like a smoke machine, like... (laughs) Like the the band has. Fuck's sake. It could be. And the band was... In excess. <laughs> it was Angry Anderson. Thank you very much. It was Angry Anderson. <laughs> Rose uh, Tattoo. Welcome, everybody, to the second part of our Sand Piercer adventure. I'm very excited to get into this one. What a great adventure. Isn't this the best adventure ever? Yes. yes. Yeah. I'd be on board for a sand pit adventure. Although you never know how part two is going to go. You never know, <laughs> do you? It's always a little bit of a gamble. But uh, well, yeah, we can do a recap in a sec, but... First, I want to know your names, your character names, race, class, and I also want to know, speaking of race and class, <laughs> in this sand piercer adventure, the train has split people by height. So small people are getting treated well, tall people are not getting treated so well. How would your character divide up people if they were in charge of such a train and wanted some sort of discriminatory <laughs> policy attached to it? Very smooth question, but uh, I I think it'll be good. Uh, I'm Paris. I play halfling ranger G'day, and G'day would want it to be divided up based on, like, who's going to have a good time. So what she would do, she'd stand at the entrance, she'd give you the forks. If you're like, "Uh, why are you giving me the forks, G'day? You go to the back. But if you're like, ah, you dickhead, then you get to go to the front because they're the people she wants to ride a train with. They're the ones to party with. Yeah. Okay, I like that. I'm Zach, I play Tiefling Fighter Plank, and Plank at the train station would be a pub, and then based on how well you hold your alcohol is where you go on the train. So if you can hand your alcohol really well, you go on the shitter end of the train. Ah. Because you're pretty shit-faced, and you don't really care where you (laughs) are. Wait, if you can handle it well? Yeah. Because it doesn't, where you are, like, what environment you're in really doesn't matter. How fucked up you are depends on where you go on the train. So if you're like... Super drunk, you go at the back. Okay. Because you don't care. Uh-huh. But if you're just a little bit tipsy, you and go to the front where like it's nicer. Max uh-huh. good time kind and of then, bracket? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And there's three troughs. They basically run the length of the train. And one's like dark ale, pale ale. And then the third one is just a straight up spirit. A ghost? You've thought about <laughs> it. A ghost? <laughs> okay. Nice. Mm. Um, I'm Suzanne. I play Mackenzie, Pitch Elf Wizard, and... Mackenzie would divide the train up right down the middle, and one half of it would be everyone, and the other half would be her. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm I'm Luke, and after hearing the descriptions of those three trains, it's probably pretty clear why I am the DM. (laughs) Fuck you! 
you. That would be an amazing adventure where everyone's contained. I'm on my own. All I want is to be on my own. You just want to be in your room doing your own thing. I know. But uh, you're here for the second half of the adventure, unfortunately, contractually obliged. Uh, This adventure is sponsored by Dick Smith's Dickhead Dick Smith's uh, Maker of Phallic Swords, uh, Triotodge. And... (laughs) What happened last week? So, you guys, there's a train called the Sand Piercer. It crosses the Helleboring Desert, which is a very hostile place. No one's ever been able to cross it before. The dwarves and the gnomes have found a way to make this train. You guys have taken Lord Sputter Edgerton, Lord of the West, incognito, on the train to suss it out. Mm -hmm. Short people were treated well. Tall people were treated poorly. And then... uh, Plank, you got into a fight with some guards. Yes, big mistake. And uh, But it's been interrupted. The train has derailed. And a character that has been described as a man with boobs riding some sort of two-wheeled vehicle er- among the dunes is walking towards the train. My which... mental image is 100% Emphas Nest, by the way. <gasps> She's a girl. No, no. Emphas Nest from... Uh, Solo. From Solo. Interesting. All right, so this character is walking towards the train. The train is uh, damaged. The carriages that you're all in are on their sides. And um, you guys are all sort of dazed and getting back to your feet. And I guess there's sort of chaos. Some of the passengers, uh, you're not actually near any passengers, Plank and Mackenzie, because uh, you're in the middle. But g'day, some of your passengers are hurt. People are, are quite shocked as to what's going on. And not only can you see this figure um, sort of, I guess, riding towards on this contraption, but um, more of these contraptions start coming over the dunes. And uh, you can see there's uh, a small army of warriors on these two-wheeled contraptions. And um, Plank, the guards that were onto you... You know, they break away. The The initiative's been interrupted. Everybody's fallen aside. Uh, they're opening up that big door from the middle so that um, they can scramble out. And some of them are starting to open another hatch, which you couldn't see, which is going to open an actual door to the outside um, so that they can uh, battle these people. Probably going to let them do it. Because I am super far. <laughs> okay, so Plank, you got badly injured by the chain swords, didn't you? So you see these guards go running out. They're running past you, Mackenzie, completely ignoring you. What are you going to do? Oh, fuck you guys. I'm going to let them run past. Let guys. them go? Yeah. No. Take gonna... the Todge. A sword that looks like a penis from Dick Smith's dickhead Dick Smith's. Now, two of the guards, one gnome and one dwarf... And uh, more come through than the six that were there. There there were more than that on the train. They go um, running off into the dunes, but two of them stay behind and they lock the door again behind and they're watching through the windows. And you'll be able to see this too today from your vantage point. Um, A battle starts out in the dunes between the guards and the hooded character or the the helmeted characters. And uh, there are weapons unlike anything you've seen before they are um strange weapons with projectiles that are firing very fast and making loud banging noises and um are getting into the guards and their armor there are flames coming out of the wrists of the man boob character and um burning some of these dudes inside their armor 
And the main thing is that these guys in the armor are pretty useless in the sand. They weren't very agile to begin with. Mm. And this is compared to these characters that seem to move very smoothly out there on um, the, let's call them bikes, because that's uh, the closest to what they would be. Mm -hmm. And um, they seem to be flipping around and totally outmaneuvering these guys. And you would see now that you've stopped that um, there seems to be custom-built platforms, tracks, and ramps that you can see poking out of the sand around this area which these characters are using to their advantage. And they seem to know these ramps and tracks and paths very, very well. And they lead back to a, a sort of metal structure which can just be glimpsed in the background behind the dunes. There appears to be some sort of settlement. All right, I'm going to go over the chatter pillar. Plank, Mackenzie, are you guys okay? Plank's pretty fucked up. Yeah. Where are you? I don't know. We're essentially in the middle. Can you get to me? I don't think so. Where are you? Um, well, I was in the dance party room. Do you know where the dance party room is? No. Oh. You can see that when the guards came running through that door, they've left it open. All right, cool. We'll come to you. All right, I'll come out. The um, guards that stayed back sort of have a look at you, but uh, and one of them starts to go to stop, but then you can hear screams and things outside, and it looks like the guards outside are being overpowered. So they switch their attention back to what's going out the window, mm -hmm. and you can see that the guards outside are now falling quite quickly, and some of these vehicles already, you can see some of them are travelling down to one side of the train, and some of them are journeying down to the other side sort of out of view all right so they're um they, you, you can tell their intention looks to be boarding the train mm -hmm. michael do you know wh like what's going on here i've i've, I've got no idea they uh it's hard to see from this vantage point but it looks like they've uh to, to be honest they look like builders builders like workers like did they build the train tracks i'm not there sorry <laughs> Sorry. Like, did they build the train tracks? <laughs> <laughs> we let nothing go to waste. <laughs> well, that's my feeling. I mean, the the materials out there, the the, the components, they look like uh, the our materials. Right. Okay. Well, where else would they get them from? I guess. Um, is there any? Can you do anything? Can you stop that? You're a lord. So, yeah. Well, I mean, I don't know. They look. They, they look pretty powerful. They look. They look like they're kind of uh, winning the battle. And sure enough, these guys are falling fast, and 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 more of the bikes are going now towards the the train instead. Okay. He's like, I don't. I don't know where they got all those materials to build all this stuff from, unless they they didn't finish the track. Oh, maybe that's why we we crashed. Yes, they didn't finish the track. They've, ah, they've... rat bastards. No one fucking checked. <laughs> well, <Wow>, Sandy. Wow. <laughs> Can't trust workers these days. No, that's pretty disgraceful, actually. No, I look. Um, to be honest, I can't really be at risk. And I, 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 if they knew that I was here, and if I became a hostage or something, that would be bad. I okay. think it's better I go disappear with the others, and you guys uh, pick this up. You're Michael. I'm your badass wife. You just sit over there, and I'm the kick-ass. All right, if you can go <laughs> maybe negotiate, find out something, that, that, that would be the best. And then you can hear um, screaming coming from the uh, 
carriages and you can hear um not not like sounds of violence but sounds of like you know people yelling and um right. and being and orders being yelled as well okay and the, and the train occasionally uh vibrates now the two of you plank and mackenzie um, you're able to go through that door past the guard room, which, uh, really doesn't have any guards left anymore. And the next room that you go into is the dance party, which has totally been disbanded now. Mm-hmm. People are cowering and out the windows now, you'll see that there are bikes leading like tethered passengers out of the train into the desert. They're, um pulling at the the wires that have been wrapped around them and they've been sort of um, roped together and they're trying to get away, but it's pulling these people towards the settlement. Well, I think it's time for a hut. (laughs) (laughs) We're basically in a hut. They already got through the... Wait, are we together now? Uh, Yes, you go. Let's join you guys up. I think we should go hide. And I know a very good place to hide. It's a giant pile of rubbish and human waste... (laughs) Mackenzie threw up in there, but no one will look for us. Guys, these people are dying. And it'll be a matter of time before we die. We're yeah, just... I'm just saying we hide, they leave, we go. Well, we how do we them. go? We can't re-rail the train. What, do we just walk over to the settlement? Just as a point of uh, clarification, you haven't really seen people die except the guards. I'm just dramatic. Yeah, you, you're not seeing... Uh, well, it's true, people are dying, the guards die. People are being taken as slaves, the passengers, which is also yeah, bad. That, that's what appears to be happening, that the passengers are being um, quickly taken out. There's a couple of things happening. They're also now bringing a cart and loading it with um, parts from the broken train. So there, it seems to be a very quick operation, and occasionally one of these characters will lift their helmet and scan the sky... Someone will hold up a little device, seem to take a reading from the sky, and then they'll continue to hurry along. Okay. I want that device. Why don't we just go with them? Just willingly? Just follow them? Yeah. Because they're going to rope us together and we're going to be slaves. What is the problem? And you can't see the leader anymore. The leader um, is not in view. It's gone towards the front of the train from what you can tell. We have to protect Michael, right? No, no, he's he's hiding. He's he's being under. He's being low maintenance. Okay. Low. Yeah, there are groups of um, characters that are just sort of crowd, like cowering in corners and sort of um, huddled together in in corners of carriages here. And he's hidden himself. I say them. we choose a carriage. I throw down a hut. We can have a discussion with whoever appears and tries to take us somewhere and get some more information. Here's what I think, because I know nature. Let's all lay down our plans. This is this is great. <laughs> Okay, my name's G'day, nature expert, lived in it for a while. They're <laughs> looking at the sky because they want to see when the next sandstorm's coming. If we're going to do anything, we need to do it before the next sandstorm. Also, Otherwise... we're currently inti- inside a train. Yeah, which... well, they got in. We just go out the same way. Uh, but we've got to help. Because <laughs> if we wait for the sandstorm, whatever they're doing to the people they're taking, we're going to miss it. So we need to go now. This is my plan. Okay. I'm Zach. <laughs> Wait, I'm Plank. <laughs> and this is my plan. Blood lines. <laughs> I was going to do the beginning. I'm Zach and I'm Tiefling Fighter Plank. Um, you hit your head hard, Plank? Yes. Okay, go. I went from, if I had to say statistics, 89 health to 7 health. Very quickly. <laughs> um, I 
put the portable hole in my hat so I could bring beer with me. Now I suggest two of us climb into my hat and hide in the portable hole, and the other one goes as a prisoner. And then when they get there, the other two break out, and then we're in the town, and then we save everyone, and then we have some beers, which I've got in my hat, and then we save Michael, and then we meet the man with the breasts, and then I take one of them wheel things. I take one of those breast things. I just say we just go over. I actually think the portable hole idea is pretty good. We should put Michael in the in the hole. Yeah. But he doesn't want to get caught. Exactly. He'll be in my portable hole. Yeah, but here he just looks like. I think it's more important that he no one knows who he is. They'll just think he's a hat. Yeah. Okay. Can we fit in the portable hole? We... One person, Michael can. I feel like we fit more than one before. I thought all of us fit in there once, and you held onto it like us two. Yeah, once we put, like, five people in there and I swam to shore. That was rap scout. That was an alternate universe. You're very drunk. Normal law. I would have agreed to anything. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Okay. I'm going to go in the portable hole. What? Why you? Because I don't want to fight anyone, and I'm going to use the time to rest and recuperate and drink the last of my beers, and you guys get to the town. Alright, while Mackenzie, I heal myself. You get in there now then. I pull the hat down. <laughs> a new voice comes over the intercom with a kind of hollow metallic rasp, which I don't think I'm gonna be able to uh, replicate. It says, do not be alarmed. We are not going to hurt you. We want to move everybody from the wreckage to our settlement. There, there will be choices made and you will be given an opportunity. You are stranded in a hostile desert and time is short. Cooperate and we will get everyone to the settlement smoothly. All right, let's get Michael in the hole and then we'll go out and meet whoever. That's what I said, guys. (laughs) (laughs) Let's go. (laughs) Let's just go out there. Yeah, that's what I said. Yeah, a a version thereof. (laughs) G'day, wear the hat. I, no, Mackenzie can hold the hat because I will just stand on it at this point. And a tall, helmeted man, <laughs> not the man with boobs. Hang on, sorry, can we put Michael in the hat? Yes? On the hole? Yes. And a hat? Isn't the hat, isn't the hole in the hat? The hole's in the hat. Okay, yeah. So, so Michael's... we're putting Michael in the hat, which then goes into the hole. Me and Plank are in the hole. Plank and Michael are in the hole. Yes. Did, Did, I, plank... say, did I say me and Plank? Yeah. Yes. My God, it's becoming... <laughs> I don't know which one of us is real. <laughs> Sorry, okay, so Plank's in the hole with Michael. Yes, because he's only got seven hit points left, so he's okay. going to recover. So I'm holding the hat. I'll oh. wear the hat. I'll wear the yeah, hat. So Mackenzie's wearing the hat, and G'day's with Mackenzie. Yes. Yep. I'm going to head out. And a tall fella in a helmet comes in. With boobs? No, it's, oh. not the, it's not the leader. He comes in and says, All right, everyone. I was hoping you'd have boobs. I was hoping you'd shut up and make this easy. Wow, zing off. <laughs> I would have gone with, I was hoping you'd have boobs too. Yeah, I'm not here for my <laughs> for my zings and things. <laughs> okay, All right. let's go. Totter out. Tether, tether yourself to the to the rope so you don't get lost. Don't get lost in the sand. You don't trip over any skeletons out there. We're going to the settlement. Alrighty. We don't have long. Let's go. Let's go. Hey, gong, gong, gong. No, George Aberin. What? Lip bloody flibbery flabberton. Shut your mush. Okay. Your gob. Fine. <laughs> Cake hole. 
Uh -huh. Fuck! Alright, so as you guys leave the train, you can see that um, it is quite badly damaged. Um, it has gone off the rails. The rails do stop. It wasn't completed as promised. And um, the engine is uh, not only on its side, but it's de detached and rolled a little bit. The engine has? Yeah, the front. Oh, so the front carriage has detached. Yeah, yeah. Okay, right, right. Yeah, the front of the train has um, gotcha. Okay. detached. And the image of like a like a tiny engine just having popped out of the front and just bounced down a dune or something. No, no, like the train <laughs> engine, <laughs> yep, the, the cool. front carriage cool. has uh, detached. And, um, and you can see as rows of people go towards the settlement in their lines that, um, yeah, there's also this quick salvage operation is happening. There are helmeted characters going across and um, using these wheeled devices to uh, help transport along the paths and ramps. So we go to a uh, settlement. It's really not that far and it is made out of salvaged metal. Um, and there are a lot of design elements and contraptions and things which remind you of the sand piercer itself um, but it is pretty sparse and a lot of the support beams and structures were clearly intended to be tracks at one point this kind of sailcloth draped over this settlement and everybody's gathering in a kind of sheltered area um, there's a kind of uh wall and um, a wall of like steel that's been put together but there's also um, openings which seem to lead into tunnels and um, they as the sky starts to darken they're ushering people down into these large cylindrical tunnels to shelter cool. from this sandstorm you guys are going to go along with all of this for now mm -hmm. right so you go into one of these circular tunnels at the base of this um camp which is like a yeah like i said pretty simple camp there's some watchtowers some some buildings and things um and you go in and they pull a kind of door over one of the tunnels and you go into a kind of rock cavern underneath the dunes and uh there are more ramps and things and in the background you can see these bikes doing tricks and stunts and and riders practicing and um using these things but the man with boobs is uh standing at the center watching as you all come in is he wearing a shirt or is just boobs out wearing armor okay. so he got a breastplate um and the breastplate you know definitely has breasts underneath it and the helmeted figure steps out in front of you all assembled and says who speaks for you i do and who might you be my name is lady elise lady elise that's right. Surprises me, Lady Elise, that someone so tall would speak for the Sandpiercer. Well, height can be misleading. I think, uh... I'm a, I'm a slightly malformed dwarf, but that's what I am. <laughs> I thought the uh, creators of the Sandpiercer had some very distinct ideas about height. Uh, have you seen any of the skeletons littered along the path, along the, along the route? No, actually. Yeah, they were all tall. Oh. Everyone enslaved to work from the Sand Piercer project and to sacrifice their lives was tall. And there becomes a point where you think, when is enough enough? 
So, forgive me for being a little sceptical when someone so tall claims to speak for it. Are you involved with the Sand Piercer project? No. Then you're... I was a passenger. A passenger. Okay, so, my tall friends, as passengers you have an option. You can work here and build and help our settlement. Or you can be exiled and go off into the dunes and take your chances. And all the little people here, you'll definitely be working. You'll be doing all the jobs that our tall friends don't want to do. That's not fair. <laughs> oh, hello. And who are you? My name's... Michelle. No. My name's G'day. <laughs> G'day. And am I to believe that you were involved in the Sand Piercer Project? No, I was not. You're also a passenger. Yes. And what's your feeling on tall people? Did you sit and eat pastries? Yes, but I didn't know that any of that business. I didn't know. That would be really sad. You know what? <laughs> I think about history. Like, we should learn from it, you know? Like, you know, well, you're saying this was all bad. and Why are you doing it again? I don't feel that we have a lot of choice. You've seen where we are. We're trapped in the middle of one of the most hostile environments in the country. Yeah, but you don't need to be mean about it. <laughs> I'm just a little halfling. <laughs> are there any other questions? She asks. What's your name? And why are you a man with kids? <laughs> yells out someone else. <laughs> Are they natural? <laughs> Screams out someone else. Have you had work done? <laughs> and she says, let me introduce myself. And she takes off her helmet. And underneath... Is it the Rebel Wilson? Is a lovely... No. <laughs> okay. Is a lovely serene face. Covered in freckles. Oh. <laughs> with red curly hair. And she says, I am Memphis Breast. <laughs> <laughs> and then she takes off her breastplate. And there are a perfect set of breasts <laughs> covered in freckles. <laughs> and she looks down and goes, oh, whoops. And she puts the breastplate back on. <laughs> and she says, I was a worker for the Sand Piercer Project building track, watching my friends die until no more. And we decided the only option was to become, and then she shoots her arm across at the bikes of the people doing stunts, BMX bandits. <laughs> Yes! What's BMX stand for? <laughs> oh, is it Boob Man Extreme. <laughs> <laughs> I really like how you embrace that part of your personality. Sometimes you've got to, you can accomplish more by mm. becoming a legend. Mmm. <laughs> Those among you who want to become a BMX bandit, who want to learn the way of the BMX bike, as we like to call it. <laughs> Because, rest assured, though, those fat cats at Digi Ridge and Taterton, the twisted Lord Spider Edgerton spits on the ground. They won't let such an asset remain out here forever. They'll come looking, but we'll be ready. By assets, do you mean... Her tits. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> They're fine assets, yes. <laughs> but, but that is not all. <laughs> I want to learn... You're too little to learn. Well, no, I'm not. Must be this tall to ride. Isn't that the way your people think? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even know when 
I got on the train when they were measuring us, I didn't even know what it was for. Well, maybe I'll get a little basket and put it on the front and you can sit in that. Yes. Because I look like a mini you. That's uh, true. There is, <laughs> there, is a, there is a slight resemblance Wouldn't that there. be cute? <laughs> Let's think about this further, but first... I'll prove my skills. We must put everybody to work. All right. <laughs> we need to get as much of the train salvaged and brought back here as we can and build more resistances to the sandstorm, more uh, accommodations for our workers. And, little people, there is a warm heart beating under this incredible breast. <laughs> <laughs> and if you work hard and prove yourselves, maybe, just maybe, given time, we will get the divide between height and, and make it vanish like a skeleton in the dunes. But until then, we have a lot of work to do. Let's get to it! I hope the listeners can appreciate that whenever I have, like, a gut feeling about where something's going, I'm always right. True. You, you picked it. I'm going to work. I know how your filthy mind works. And she yells to uh, a couple of her um, lieutenants and goes, Stretch! Tall boy! Lank! Let's go! I don't understand. So there you go, guys. Him expanded so far before my time. I don't know anything. <laughs> you, you're trapped. I got this in the middle of the desert. I'm gonna be a fucking BMX bandit. Well, I have advantage on wisdom and intelligence checks in desert terrain. All right. Well, <laughs> very good. Let, let, let's. What sort of things would you be looking for here? Well, what I'd be looking for is a way to look like I'm working, but I'm actually making my own thing to escape. <laughs> Okay. Why are you laughing? You're, you're Iron Manning. Yeah, I'm nice. the Iron Man. Very good. All right. Um, think about the desert and the desert terrain and what you know about nature. What What is your feeling on this settlement? How How have they done this? Like right? How like the right amount of ten? Like are they doing by, good? By fucking skullduggery is what you're saying. What do you mean? What do you mean? What What? <laughs> I want a rating out of ten. I want to know how good I think they're going. What? <laughs> You know the desert, right? Yeah. What's natural? What's been built? Well, everything's everything that isn't sand. The cave structure would be natural. Yeah. These um, large cylindrical ridge caves that uh, lie under the desert. That's not real. Well, you can tell from the like. Look at the the walls of it. Is it actually like? Because if it's natural, then water would have caused it originally. It looks like um, they're they're quite uniform in size. Looks like they've been bored through oh, by... I know what it is! It's a big snake! Looks <laughs> <laughs> like they've been bored through <laughs> by, by something very large. <laughs> Guys! Guys! What? I think there was a big snake here. <laughs> Ooh, uh. Can I roll for nature? Yeah. Alright. the giant todge. And that's... So, I get advantage because that's an intelligence thing. Yeah. Natural 20. Natural 20. <laughs> <laughs> right. Now, G'day, you haven't been in this environment before. No. You don't know this environment. But you are aware of nature and how nature works. Mm-hmm. And you've perhaps seen this kind of thing on a much smaller scale. Like, there are rocks that you've seen in certain areas in, in childhood or um, bits of earth where worms have burrowed through and left a kind of tunnel 
behind them. Mm. Whatever did this would have to be very large. And we don't know how deep it goes or how intricate the network is. Uh, this main hall that they use to shelter from the storms is um, quite large and has a lot of ramps and things built in, but it also has a lot of circular tunnels that uh, branch off and disappear into the darkness. So it would have to be something very large to be able to chew through this very, very thick rock. Something uh, quite dangerous, you would think. If such a thing was still alive, it could be prehistoric. Mm. But you're, with a natural 20 on nature reasonably fresh <laughs> okay the um tunnels how uniform are they in terms of shape and size yeah. pretty uniform so how what's the diameter uh it would be about like 15 feet wide hmm. okay all right i okay. take it <laughs> so people are starting to be um assigned jobs mm-hmm. short people are going one way um and already there are some rather athletic plucky tall people that seem to be getting along with um stretch and his mates and uh looking over at the bikes and getting an explanation and and they're talking about all of that i'm gonna do that i'm gonna get in with the crew you uh okay we'll do that in a sec and g'day one of the guys you believe his name is stretch Uh uh-huh comes up and says, all right, you little fellas, you two, come on, this way. And he's trying to segregate you from everyone else. And uh, Where are we going? I'm going to strip parts off that train. Okay. Yep, come on then, off we go. <laughs> we should have a, a small window of opportunity before that storm starts again. How are we getting over there? Am I going to ride in a little basket? You're going to ride in a little basket <laughs> on the front of our... <laughs> BMX. I put. I gotta like protect myself from the sand, so I'm just gonna wrap um, a little sheet around my head. Okay, so um, they uh, put you in a little basket with a sheet around your head, and uh, you guys are gonna be able to crawl into small spaces, get all the good bits, uh, look for components. It's absolute treasure trove down there. There's so much uh, technology. We don't know how to use it all, but we're gonna fucking learn. Alrighty. What? One other question. Yes. What's the weather like down there? <laughs> ah, squirt Punch him in the leg gently oh, What was that? Did an ant bite me? Ah, get in the basket you little shit <laughs> Alright So they uh, go and do that You sidle up to tall boy Mackenzie Is that his name? Yeah Alright Hey Hey Is this your bike? Yeah this is my bike My uh, BMX Does it have a name? Yes What is it? Pedal okay to the metal right yeah (laughs) how's it work you uh fancy yourself as a bit of a a rider do you could be it's not for everyone like i got some good balance really i got a solid reach you reckon you could handle it yeah something we didn't tell the audience at the beginning of this adventure is that everybody leveled up yeah, I remember. I was. I remembered halfway through. I was like, "We should tell them now." But and at a level eight, you get an attribute change. And Mackenzie, you got some extra charisma. Well, I, I would like you I to figured use, I need it. I'd like you to use this charisma now. Yes, sir. On Tall Boy to see if he can have a go of his bike. Is that persuasion? Yeah. Okay. Twenty. It's kind of soft on you. I mean, you're 
quite uh, a good-looking uh, character, especially uh, when the likes of uh, some of the other characters around. That's true. And mostly good by comparison. Yeah. So he goes... He leans in a bit closer and goes, Do you think you can handle it? I reckon I got a solid shot, yeah. All right. Okay, well, you sit on there, you put your feet down. Okay. On pedals. Pedals. Yep. You balance, you hold the, the things there. Mm-hmm. And you ride. You just feel it between your legs and you go for it. Do you want the seat on or off? <laughs> That's just a joke, laugh. <laughs> We're full of stuff like that. you got to be out here in the desert. Yeah, okay, cool. All right. Um, cool. Laughter is the best medicine, they say. I'm going to give this a shot. So, <laughs> Revit, for what happens? What? Okay, so can you roll <laughs> a dexterity check? Oh, that's not good. Natural 20. Natural 20! <laughs> <laughs> oh, fucking BMX bandit! <laughs> and, um, yeah. But look, natural 20, you can go straight for a ramp. Woo! And you do a, do a stun. I do. I go, fuck yeah! All like the way down. Superman? What? What's a Superman? Like Superman 360 flip. Is that, what's that? I don't know what that is. I don't know, but I'm just guessing from context clues here that you're holding the handlebars like and Superman like, And flying, I kick my and legs back. And you're kicking your legs back. All yeah. right, yeah, okay. But yeah. you're also doing a 360 and a flip at the same time. Wow, yeah, I'm totally doing that. And I, and I like, kill the landing. And yeah. Yeah. I like, I like do like a side skid and then I stand up and dust myself off and accept the acclaim. Yeah, well, the passengers that were watching, the newbies, are like absolutely thrilled. Mm. They burst into applause. The uh, Some of the BMX bandits who are watching sort of gasp and are like, oh, wow. And tall boy goes, anyone can do that and turns away from you in a single tear rolls down <laughs> his tall cheek. <laughs> and hits the ground. Nice. Like two minutes later. <laughs> and then you realise that uh, Memphis Breast is watching too. And she goes, you're good. I am. You've got skills. I'm impressed. That's true. <laughs> skulls. Skills. <laughs> you got skills. Had a bit of sand in my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I like to wear the helmet. Though it confuses a lot of people. But did I mention that that's how legends are born? <laughs> we could do with the someone like you. Can you fight? Of course I can. You're a, what are you, some kind of... I'm a fucking flip wizard is what I am. Flip wizard. <laughs> that's right. I like your style. What do you think of dwarves? Fucked. <laughs> Pretty fucked. How, wh- wh- why is that? Well, they're inferior, aren't they? Interesting. Yeah, you'd make a fine lieutenant. It's true. <laughs> Turn that up, Stretch. <laughs> we're, we're having a moment here. We've got the sliding door open, a little bit of Oz Rock from outside. <laughs> engineer that at all <laughs> that just happened outside uh. peak strayer <laughs> guys in america this is just what happens when you're in australia i might have to close that door <laughs> no no we're fine it's good we're getting, we're getting... oh sorry cause copyright strike 
No one's gonna care enough. I was enjoying the accidental folly work. Sorry, I was distracted. What's your name? <laughs> so distracted by the sweet beats. Uh, well, my name's Mackenzie. Mackenzie. Yep. I think we'll call you. Flip Wizard. <laughs> you know it to be true. Long girl. <laughs> yeah, okay. Sure. Alright. What are you looking at, horn boy? What? <laughs> He's in the. He's not there. <laughs> no. <laughs> and then you see That's some pure confusion No, because he's looking over at this guy on a bike And he's got a horn on the front <laughs> And he honks the horn And he goes, just making sure Nothing gets in my way <laughs> Honk honk <laughs> Alright, so Mackenzie, you can start learning How to ride one of these bikes Yep. They're going to get you a uh, trainer bike Sweet Though, um, you know, obviously you're very adept that's true. Uh, it goes... It, it, uh, similar to mount rules, should the bikes come into play. So you cannot use a weapon that requires two hands, obviously. Mm-hmm. And you would probably have a disadvantage if you need to use a hand. Uh, but it goes 60 feet in a turn. Cool. Is the speed. So that's uh, double what you can do now. Mm-hmm. But uh, you can also take an action on the bike. You can dash, which would go 120. Okay. Um, you can disengage as an action to get out of uh, combat. And uh, you can also uh, dodge Cool. while you're on this thing. So you're doing that. G'day, you are getting components Can out. I regain my hit points? <clears throat> yep. So what, are we going to say that some time passes if you guys don't have... Immediate plans? Immediate plans. Are we going to... Plank, is Plank able to Chatterpillar us if he wants to get out or when he's ready? Guys, I've been listening to everything. (laughs) And I have a plan. What's the plan? We take the wreckage of the train and create a vehicle from the wreckage. Like uh, something that will get us out of the desert, like a plane, like a phoenix rising from the ashes. I'm like, man, do you know how to make such a good idea? What is a plane? Did I say plane? Yes. I had a lot of beers in this hole. Desert plane. Oh, you, you put a lot of beers in that Guys, hole. Guys, listen, we have bigger problems. What's what? That? There's going to be some sort of giant worm coming through. It's what created all the holes underneath the ground. I've seen this shit before. I got bad vibes. It's not just because they're super mean to me, <laughs> but we need to go. We need Yeah, it's just a worm, though. Okay, it's a giant worm. Yeah, but worms don't eat people. I mean, they can crush them. I'm going... Uh, sorry, Michael here. Michael? Lord Spider Edgerton. Yeah, he's You're in the hole with me. Yes. Yeah, okay, I can it's just... very echoey. He doesn't here. have a caterpillar. Yeah, okay. I'm very close to Plank's ear yeah. right now. Okay. And he's pretty close to your ears as well. Excuse me? Well, he's in we're, your We're hat. on top of your head. Oh, that's true. I smell your hair. Ew. Uh, big worms could eat people. I... Thank you. Yeah. They just... Would you just go straight in? Have so you ever you heard of a sand diggler? No. Well, consider yourself one of the lucky ones. Not many people have heard of them, because if you see one, they'll fuck ya. <gasps> you. What? Like, Not like that, Plank. <laughs> I was going to say, well, like, fuck you up, like I was fucked up. Yeah, they're going to fuck you up. But you said no, so they're going to have sex with me? You won't have sex, mate. You'll be dead. <laughs> Tidy as shit, Michael. I've been in this <laughs> hole with you for 
okay. four hours. Now look, yeah, either you're not the nicest person to be in a, a hole with for four hours either. Now, I, I do not enjoy your company at all. Yeah, well, deodorant. Have you heard of that? <laughs> yes, it's not me. Okay, this shirt is dirty. And the smell's stuck in it. And I'm warm. And I'm stressing out and I've drank a lot. The hole's not bad, though. Has that been cleaned recently? I clean it regularly. Okay. Well, that's good. I took it out to a professional. Do you just turn it inside out and, like, shake it out outside? It's a magical hole, Mackenzie. Okay, I'm sorry. I have a guy. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Mackenzie, can you try and find out some information from the people? See if we're in any imminent danger? Yeah. This is my fear. Everyone, I'm just going to say, look, I've hired you guys, Mm -hmm. I trust you guys, but we need to do something because we are trapped in the desert and... That's what we're trying to do You are actively dismantling the only vehicle that can get us out. Except for a bike. There's a lot of wind here. We can make, like, a wind surfer. What would it take for us to grow a bush? Two months. Mm. (laughs) (laughs) Um... I didn't say I was going to dismantle the train. Maybe I can work on the train sneakily. I don't feel like we have the skill level to restore the train. I feel like I'm smarter in the desert, though. (laughs) (laughs) There are Um, a lot of gnomes and dwarves here that are associated with the project. Surely they would know how to work on the train. If we get everyone on the same page, we can figure it out. Like, if we make a team... Work as a team, not just us, but all the disenfranchised... No. Small people. Small people. The, think of the little people, guys. I don't like thinking about little people. You guys could instead die when a worm comes. And deep underground, <laughs> there's a rumble. And the cavern shakes just a little bit. Hmm. You fart, Mackenzie? Fuck off. I can't. I'm in a hat. We, do you want to get out? Did you fart? No. You're not farting in this hat. I'm not going to be sitting in a hole in a hat with a fart. Fine. I'm sorry. I'm... I am a lord. It's been four hours. I'm pretty sure Plank has farted. Oh, I have not farted. Yeah, all right. I heard you fart. No, I am saving. <laughs> Look, mate, I do my 14 a day, but I'm stocking them up. Why? Because we're in a hole together, bud. I've been letting them... Re- whatever. I'm getting out. <laughs> I'm getting just, out of the hat. If you do too many farts in the hat... You're going to fly off Mackenzie's head. Who farts in a hat? (laughs) (laughs) Mackenzie, I'm getting out of the hat. (laughs) Mackenzie takes the hat off and throws it on the ground. All right, you're healed now, Plank. That's okay. Good. Bursts out. I am going to sneak around and try and find something to help us get out of here. Because no one knows I'm here. I'm going to go find some info on this worm. And I'm like a shadow in the night. You're large and red and horned. (laughs) I'm like... A red shadow in the night. So who are you going to go and talk to, Mackenzie? I figure I might talk to the breast lady. To Memphis Breast? Sure. Okay, she is doing some very awesome tricks on her BMX. Does she have a title? No. Okay. She's doing uh, very awesome tricks on her BMX, and um, eventually she skids to a halt. All the tall boys and stuff pat her back. She um, walks out, she sees you there, and she's like, Long girl! Hey! Are you fitting in? I'm working on it. Everything to your satisfaction? Mm, it's a little different to home, but I'm getting there. But you could carve out a life here? Probably. Excellent. I have a question. Yes. It's a worm, isn't it? That's made this cabin system. 
I'm sorry? A worm. What do you mean? I mean, the tunnels are all a perfect spherical shape. It's probably its humour was probably water a long time ago. Yeah, it's recent though. Well, what makes you think that? Because... <laughs> because I'm fairly familiar with geography. Geology? Sure. That's the one. Oh. I don't know. I guess we never really thought about it. Because there's a lot of rumbling happening down uh, under the ground. You can't feel that? It's just the earth sort of... No. Having a stretch? Here's my concern. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, sure, it's lucky that this place was here to hide from the sandstorms, but but that's what made our our plan so brilliant. It it seemed like uh, like fate had brought us here. See, I in in my you know past life, um, I spent fifty years in university. And um, I'm going to go out on a limb and say that uh, there is a very large creature that created this cavern system. And what we can feel is it rolling around downstairs. Oh. Um, hmm. Hang on. Excuse me a moment. I'm, I'm quite sweaty after that. Do you mind? No, yeah, go on. He takes off a breastplate and reveals the amazing freckled breasts. <laughs> and start, so she continues to talk to you. She gets a wet cloth. <laughs> And, and just slowly <laughs> wipes the sweat off these amazing freckled breasts. Uh, but she, she's not rude about it. She keeps eye contact. <laughs> yeah, this is very grave. Very grave indeed. Yeah. Um, perhaps we should have a meeting. I think so. I mean, I'm assuming that you know, you've got people who worked on the train who are familiar with the, ter- with the terrain... Well, not many people have ever really come out of come out this far into the desert before and, and survived. It's quite an uncharted uh, area. I think that might be the reason. We need to find uh, some experts. Yep. And, and perhaps hold a meeting, but we don't. We shouldn't alarm everybody. No, of course not. No. So, uh, do you have any suggestions about who we should uh, gather? Mm, there's a little one in our party who actually quite often knows things. About nature? About the desert. Okay, alright. Uh, bring him in. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, look, you gather who you think. I'll look at my people and, and I'll gather them and uh, let's meet in an, in an hour. Cool. Done. You can just get like right under this left one, could you? There's just something there that I, I just can't... <laughs> Never mind, I'll, I'll get it myself. <laughs> just before midnight, you're led into Memphis Breast's chamber. Now we have Plank, G'day, Mackenzie, Memphis Breast, Lank, and Stretch. And Tall Boy. He's still crying. But he knows fuck all about <laughs> this stuff. He's going to be useless here. He's still crying to his giant pillow. <laughs> B-Bug girl. <laughs> and Stretch goes, Alright, let me get this straight. Yeah. A worm. That's right. What's that then? Oh. It's, it's oh, like no. a snake. A snake that burrows. Oh, that's not good. No. We're fucked. Yep. Yeah. So what's the plan? That's why we're here. We have to I get have... everyone out. But you know how to solve this, right? I think we... so. Aren't you pretty to be eaten by a worm? Who's you know the... that pretty. Everyone's too pretty to be eaten by a worm. It's about equality. That's why I'm here today. Not some of those dwarves. <laughs> some of those dwarves. Yeah, some of those dwarves are fuck ugly. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's why we have beards, am I right? Yeah. <laughs> I like this guy. <laughs> Okay, well, look, you obviously want all your people safe. 
right? Yes. But you still want the freedom to, you know, you've all adapted out here. Do you plan on staying out here? No, in fact, I'm not staying out here if there's a fucking worm. Well, let's well, get the fuck out. There's only a worm underground. We are underground. You could fix the train, take everyone home, and then come live out here on the train. Lay tracks wherever you want. That's the plot of a Charmy Oval novel, and I'm there for it. Could we live in yeah. peace with the worm? Yeah, you, yeah. Well, they kind I of look alike, so you could be like boyfriend and girlfriend. It's like you are a worm. The, like the train looks like a sexy metal robot, robot worm. Yeah. And Stretch goes, we put a giant pink bow <laughs> on the front of the train. Well, we don't know that the worm underground <laughs> is not a lady. And we Hang cover on, it. I'll do a nature look, check a to see what okay. the worm is. Worms perfume. are blind, so. Oh, no. <laughs> Look, I rolled a 21 nature, and the worm is, uh, I t- lick the wall. You lick the wall. I'm pretty sure you... worms are, um... They're androgynous, they're though. Both. They yeah. switch. Yeah. The worm is, uh, mean. <laughs> it's a mean worm. <laughs> you can taste that on the wall? Yes. Wow. It tastes just, like it's, hate. it's just, like, <laughs> bubbling with vitriol. It tastes like more than one worm. <gasps> Okay, guys, that's not good. We're in the shit. Mm. And as soon as you say that... <laughs> a worm appears. Remember that um, throbbing bass music? <laughs> I thought it was from the dance party. Me too. Yeah, now it's coming from the main cavern downstairs. What? Did they just, like, take out the AV system and just... Oh, no, it's going to summon the worm! And you hear <laughs> Meth <laughs> face going... It's, it's, it's party yeah. <laughs> uh, Put your jocks on your face and dance like a meth face. Yeah. Keep I, going. I'm gonna, uh, gonna see what the <laughs> what the beat drops or what meth face does. Can you, if you beatbox, I'll do it. <laughs> oh, meth face! Got jocks on my face. <laughs> my kids. I ran all over the place. <laughs> Sorry, I ran out of beer. <laughs> okay. All right, cool. I'm going to awesome. run downstairs. Give no fucks. Give no figs. <laughs> give me some ciggies and eat it from the kids. <laughs> <laughs> oh, surprisingly gold. Okay. Let's go try and cut the music. So you rush down and sure enough, some of them have salvaged this mechanicals amplification, <laughs> sound amplification thing. And the guy with the white gloves does like a violin rock. <laughs> like they've hooked up another machine to his bow machine and now it is just going even faster <laughs> and harder and it's hooked up to the sound system and all the tall people are dancing and there are people doing sick flips on BMXs. And uh, yeah, the, the, it is a really strong pounding bass hitting uh, that ground. Fuck that shit. Get the... No, this is bad. <laughs> you gonna, fucking idiots. Can I try and shoot out where the source of the music is with Akadaka? Well, you can see yeah, it. You can see the system, this like mechanical system in the corner of the room. Well, I'm just going to run over so I can run over to it. You can just shoot. You um, can hit it from here. Okay, I'll try and hit it. All right. Um, yeah, that's fine. You've Sweet. got a 17, that's going to be more than enough to hit a stationary <laughs> large bit of machinery. Do I need to roll damage? Uh, no, you don't need to roll damage. Basically, you, you send the um, Akadaka in there, uh, lightning pulses all over this thing, and it cuts out, and everyone starts going, Oh! 
and a lot of annoyed faces turn to look at you, G'day, including an annoyed face covered in a pair of dirty jocks. <laughs> I'm like, everyone, be quiet. And, and, the, and the cavern underneath rumbles. Oh, shit. I think we need to get up onto the surface right now. And they look down and someone goes, it's just the earth stretching. <laughs> no, it's not. Follow me. And the if ground you want to live. rumbles again. And you hear a very distant under the ground. Worms don't have voices. Yeah, but this is a giant magical worm. Not, not worms in your garden, Suzanne, <laughs> here in <laughs> Perth. <laughs> but that's not where you are now. You're in a magical land that I'm weaving with creatures unlike any you've ever seen before. That sound like... Sounds like a giant monster, baby. <laughs> and the ground is trembling even more, and a couple of loose rocks fall down from the ceiling. Get the fuck out, everyone! What is it? It's a thing coming up from under the ground. Get up! No, 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 no! Out, out, out! Now, the BMX people manage to get on BMXs and start pedaling out very quickly, whereas the uh, people that don't know how to ride BMXs, little tackers and stuff, are running around in panic. Where do we go? What shall we do? Follow the bikes. Get a dinghy, you dick. What's a dinghy? You sit on the handles. <laughs> so um, they, some of the riders start scooping up little people and putting them on the handlebars and racing down. And uh, Memphis Breast comes out. She jumps onto her bike and goes, Are we going? Let's go. Where should we go? Out. Where? Onto the Dinner. surface. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> but, but if there's a sandstorm... Into the train. To the train. All right, yes. let's go to the train. And um, how are you guys going to get there? What are you going to do? We're just going to run, right? Um, with my superior bike skills, I'm just going to grab someone who's zooming past and get up onto the back of their bike. G'day, or just a, a random? Right? No, I don't know. Oh, Yeah, you've got a bike. I do, okay. Yeah, all right, I'll you just can get on mine. G'day. Yeah, I'll, but I'll whack G'day in the basket in front. <laughs> Playing just Misty Step. Yeah. Like, multiple times, really quickly. So while you're looking there, Planks, one of the last ones, a um, huge purple worm bursts out of the cavern. It's got um, a large round mouth. That's right. With circular teeth that sort of grind and bore through just about anything. That's the Todd. Available at Dick Smith's Dickhead Dick Smith's. It looks huge. <laughs> and Memphis looks at you plank and size and goes, jump on the back. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> and I do it. I jump on the back. You can see that Sputter is on um, uh, a bike over the BMX Bandit up the front. He turns back and gives you the thumbs up. Who? Sputter. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Gotcha. No, I thought he was still in the hat. Is he still in the hat? Yeah, he never came out. Well, he's out now. It smells like farts in there, anyway. You think it's sputter, and then you realise that's just you being racist. It's just, <laughs> it's just another dwarf. And Don't everyone else turn is my like, discrimination into a plot point. And everyone else is like, no, oh, it doesn't even look like him. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh sorry, Paris. Paris was drinking. <laughs> Sorry. So we have to. Uh, <laughs> we just have to raincoat the microphone. It's all, it's all, it's all worth it. <laughs> 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 
Alright, now look, you've got to leave. This worm <laughs> is moving at 50 feet. On the bikes, you can do 60. Whoop. And you've got a bit of a lead. Yeah. So, um, you all uh, burst out of the tunnels and um, out onto the dunes and the ramps and things heading towards the... Uh, and it's dark now, but the, uh, the you know, there's not a lot of... Uh, pollution or anything out here in the desert the sky is quite clear it's a big full moon you can see the stars it's quite bright as it reflects off the sand and you can see the black shape of the twisted fallen snow sand it's definitely not a snow piercer sand piercer <laughs> out on the uh ground um plank you are in the memphis's waited till right at the end you're the last mm-hmm. ones and at one point, this um, sort of whirring mouth gets quite close. She pushes her, pulls her wrist back and fires a jet of flame at it, um, which, like, sort of halts it just for a second, and you continue down. I turn around in slow motion and look at her hand, and I'm smiling, and there's little love hearts popping up in the air, and I'm like... And she says, you can see the bikes in front of you and now flipping over ramps and they need to sort of take a um, jump off a ramp out of the compound and onto the open uh, sand. So Mackenzie, do you want to just give me a quick acrobatics to make sure that you can manage that? Uh, Sure. And a critical miss. Yep. So um, you're not used to this ramp. You're kind of um, looking at the what's happening with this worm that's bearing down as well, and you stack. And both Gede and Mackenzie come flying off the bike. Can you do a quick dexterity check for me again? 22. Five. Okay, Mackenzie... You're going to just take uh, one point of damage. I've rolled very small there as you hit. Um, you managed to land fine. G'day. Okay. And um, it'll take you an action to get back on the bike. Cool. Memphis looks back at you, Plank, and goes, this is going to be tough. Hold on. I'm like, nah, girl, you got this? No, I'm serious. <laughs> this is dangerous. You're going to need a really firm grip for what we're about to do. <laughs> My breastplate. Grab it. Okay. I grab it, but my palms are sweaty. These weak arms are heavy. It's so... It's so... It's so... <laughs> <laughs> you vomit a bit on her back. She doesn't notice. Ah, you've got a firm grip here, and you go up the ramp. And it's only as you sort of go up the ramp and flip over the dune that you can see that Mackenzie and uh, G'day have fallen off, and the... stepped it! I'm going to let go of her breastplate. Worm is bearing down. And land near Mackenzie and stuff. Okay, you What'd draw you for do that? that for? Critical miss. Critical miss. <laughs> Alright, you're gonna take some damage too. You're gonna take six points of damage as uh, you land on your cock cockics. <laughs> What's up guys? I came to help <laughs> As your spine really <laughs> pushes up through your ass into your brain. <laughs> Luckily you have three tails to cushion the <laughs> the blow. <laughs> um, is the worm coming? The worm is coming. I'm gonna cast um, uh, burning hands and create a f- wall of flame in the tunnel. Well, he's doing. Oh, you're not that. in the tunnel anymore. Now you're out on the open dunes at the edge of the camp. I'm gonna cast a wall of oh, fire. I thought we were like. 
You're gonna cast, well, this is your new spell, Wall of My Fire. My new spell! Fuck yeah. I mean, mine's cool as well. It's only 15 foot, but whatever. <laughs> Alright, now Wall of Fire lasts up to a minute. Yep. Now, do you... So I can do a literal line in front of me, or I can do, like, a circle around us. Yep. So I'm gonna do circle around us. Um, okay. <laughs> up to you. You are trying to get to a train. And we're trapped in the circle. Fair. Alright, let's do that then. Let's do a line. Yep. Um, so the worm's got to make a dexterity saving throw. So, Mackenzie, this is your first time you've used this new spell. You cast this huge wall of flame and it gets a 12. So, fails. So what you see is suddenly this uh, wall of flame lights up the desert, almost turns some of the sand beneath it into glass, and just beyond the wall you can see the worm rear up and halt behind the wall, buying you some time. Now, there is a little bit of a problem here. And Mackenzie's just rolling damage for the worm. 36 damage. Okay. You can't see how badly it's been hurt because it's behind the wall of flame now. It's obscured from your vision. But the problem here, Mackenzie, is you are the only one that rides the bike and you have to concentrate to keep this wall going. Yes. So someone else is going to have to get it upright and started. Anyone else got proficiency in vehicles? Oh, shit. (laughs) I do. You do from your military experience. Can you please do a a dexterity check with advantage? 11 or 20? Probably 20. You got this plank. So you uh, jump onto the bike. To a wheelie. To some bunny hops. (laughs) G'day on the handlebars again, I assume? Yes. And uh, Mackenzie is concentrating. Is it nighttime? Yes. I, like, whip off a piece of fabric from around my neck and throw it to her. And it's my cape, which allows you to fly at night. <laughs> oh, shit. She has to concentrate on the wall of fire, though, to keep that she can't oh. fly in. That's okay. As soon as you I drop... suck. <laughs> you suck. She's, me? she's right very away? thin <laughs> and light. You can just put her on the back of the bike. Ah, oh, true. Grab my cape. Can I kind of do this? And... Yeah, yeah. Are you, yeah, like, yeah. You're not going to be able to maneuver a vehicle, but I think no. he, he can help you onto a seat. And okay, you can, cool. And you can maintain your balance. Is yep. G'day on the front? Yes. I, because I can't put the cape back on, I just kind of put it over her head. Please don't. So she's wearing it like a little, <laughs> like a little ET thing. Okay, yeah. Nice. That looks good. Uh, can I do something real quick? Yes. Does that mean you can make spell? the bike fly? Yes. Um, yes. I'm going to do um, Hunter's Mark. So I'm going to mark this worm as my quarry okay. and I'll get <laughs> extra d6 damage plus I'll get advantage on perception and survival if I'm trying to find it. Okay. So I might know where it is. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> right. I lost the worm. Where is it? Underground. So, <laughs> I know which direction it's so, coming from. So at the moment it's lost all momentum. It's behind the wall of flame. You, you can't see it and you've got a clear run to the train. Sweet. Where most people are on board now, um, Memphis Breast is not. She's ushering people in, and they're ushering them in through the breach in the middle where the uh, soldiers ran out before, and their scattered bodies are still around, although a lot of their weapons have been salvaged. Is this like a... Um, you know how most trains will have kind of an engine on one end and an engine on the other, so they don't have to physically turn the whole yes. train around? Okay. So we, can so just we could dislodge. Yeah, we could like just ditch the, the shitty bit. The one, well, no, it'd be the, the nice bit that we're ditching. Oh, I mean, like the bit that came off the track. Yeah, that's true. The damage is on the front. Yeah, so the damage is the nice bit, which is off the rails. Yeah. But the shitty bit, which does have a working engine, is still on the rails. That's correct. Okay, let's do that. Yeah. Sounds good. 
Are we still riding there? We r- can we do a jump in front of a full moon? You have to roll. <laughs> Performance? 200. You rolled a 2. I added my ET proficiency. You do the... Um, this is 190. So <laughs> we're suddenly viewing this in profile. We can see the, the dunes on the horizon. Up in the sky we can see the full moon hanging um, and all the stars and the, and the sort of deep blue night sky. Down below we can see the silhouette of the bike riding along with plank horned silhouette running along. Mackenzie holding her hand out the ball of the wall of fire in the distance casting a little bit of light g'day down in the center and then the bike does the tiniest little hop and doesn't <laughs> come remotely close to being silhouetted in front of the moon it's quite disappointing the um, wall of flame's got a range of 120 feet so i once we get past 120 feet it it would stop and it, before that even happens the worm after biting its time a bit and trying to figure out goes crashing through the flames it's in the distance now. You guys have got a good um, head start on it, but you see this worm just, f- like, charging through the flame. Can you roll the damage again for it? 24. Now, there seems to be a bit of uh, confusion as you guys enter the middle of the train. You can see there's a bit of a... Are um, we the last people in? Yeah, you and Memphis. Yeah. Um, up to you, actually, whether you want to enter yet or not. Um, the worm's starting to bear down again. But people are, like, sort of causing a bit of a traffic jam and going, looking both ways and going, well, where do we go? And someone's, like, standing on their tiptoes, I'm tall! And then there's some people <laughs> that are, uh, tall people that are walking around on their knees going, I'm a little shorty, put me in there. Like, what do we do? <laughs> I'm going to cast Gust of Wind and just propel everyone. That won't work. Uh, yes, it will! They won't, it's a crowd. Yeah, I'll just shove them all forward. So we need to just... Com- you won't be able to... Imagine, like, those trains in Hong Kong. Where would you even... How would you get in? How would you position yourself? And how would you move everybody in one direction? This is Michael's time to shine. Yes. You whip him out the hat, and he brings his people together. Why don't we just go to the speaker? Or that, you know. Well, cool. I was assuming that was on the end that's fucked. Yeah, that'll be Oh, they took it out as fucked. well. Yeah. No, I meant the, the PA. I thought it was all... The, the music system got taken out oh, into right, the cave, yeah. but yeah. Who cares? As long as they're in the middle, it doesn't matter. All you do is argue, says Memphis Breast, and she stands up tall and goes, Everybody listen! It's not about height anymore. It doesn't matter if you're short and tall. Everybody will go to this end of the train. Go now! It is your only hope. Wow, she's amazing. Yeah. And then she uh, (laughs) walks down, pushing these uh, people through, and everybody goes down into the shitty end of the train. And she looks back at you guys, and the worm is bearing down, and she says, we've got to go. Anyone know how to drive this thing? Yes. <laughs> I have proficiency. Then get up the front. All right. Bolt down the front. Push people out of my way. I didn't even constitution check when I go into that filthy room. I just vomit in my mouth and keep going. Okay, so you're, like, <laughs> running down there. You're running through the gantry, vomiting all the way. <laughs> pushing past, going into the engine room. Um, it's going to take you a little bit of time to figure this out and to, to start it up. And the worm is getting closer. Memphis Breast looks and goes, I'll help buy us some time. And starts uh, shooting uh, projectiles from a gauntlet at the worm and um, also starts uh, firing flame out at it. What are you guys going to do? 
Well, I figure the most use I can be is probably firing stuff at the worm as well. Okay, what, what do you want to send off? You think about that. Plank, can you roll intelligence check as you get to the controls? Fifteen. So you're figuring it out. You, uh, you're like looking at a button that says stop. What does this do? And a button that says go. And you're like, yeah, I got this. <laughs> Fucking gnome technology. Sons of bitches. He's my chatterfiller. I'm going to need about 45 minutes to figure this out, guys. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm going to throw a lightning bolt at it. Yep. Um, it's going to have to make dexterity saving throw. Yep. It gets uh, 16. Okay, so it's taking half. eight damage um this now you can actually see this thing even though it's gone through the fire and it's taken some knocks uh it's not bloodied it's it's strong it's a big chunk of meat to wear down and um you know it doesn't have any obvious weak spots or anything so not like down its mouth could possibly down its mouth that would be a, a cold shot that could be um a bit trickier now the train is starting to start up um but the worm is even more incensed by that happening and um its tail whips around and you haven't seen it do this before and it seems to have some sort of like stinger on its tail and it completely smashes away the buffet cart which you weren't taking with you anyway but it um really like flattens this thing the pastries (laughs) And you realise, of course, that the, the um, although the front's broken and stuff, they're, they're, it, this broken bit is still attached to the train. G'day, you should undo it. I can, yeah, I can go detach it if it's yep. holding us back. So you're going to run out of the train and try to detach it from outside? Yes. Okay. Okay. Could it, what if I hit it with my flame tongue? Well, there's a lot of metal. So fire's probably not going to be... There'd be like a hinge between carts, right? Oh, like an acid jet that's spraying from a thing called a Tudge, which, which is, is made by f- Dick Smith's dickhead Dick Smith's. Except that's at the front of the train <laughs> right now. Can't you just throw it? No. It's like four car- five carriages away. <laughs> Damn it. All right. Um, Remember when we watched that movie, Unstoppable? It's just like that. Roll an intelligence check. Okay. Day, as you look at the mechanisms. Natural 20! Yes. (laughs) Well, yeah. So you're like, holy shit, I get this. I understand what this is. Yes. Like, it just makes sense to you. You're in your mind palace. We see, like, (laughs) engineering schematics and things, and you realize how how this thing does, and you start to... I'm um, probably assuming there's bolts and levers and... Detach it. Yeah. Yeah, it's taking some time, and what happens is Memphis breast sort of like uh, and jumps out of the train because she was shooting from the doorway mm-hmm. and runs around so now she's standing in between you and the worm while you're working on it okay. and continuing to fire out at it what are you going to do Mackenzie the train's starting to move I'm going to cast ice storm on the worm okay and you're going to stay inside the train yes okay and it would have some kind of like double damage from cold I would assume no it does not damn it alright <laughs> worth a shot um, alright needs a deck save all right, what we're going to do, because you're wanting to attack it, Memphis is wanting to attack it, G'day is working on this thing. I want to go into rounds as we finish this up. Okay. So we're going to actually roll initiative. Yeah. So we're going to include the Worm, Memphis, Mackenzie, and G'day, who is... And we'll, we'll include all of you, because, Plank, you've got to start this thing up. I hit my glass. Can I re-roll? Yep. 10. 14. 23. 
And Memphis gets 18. So it's good days first. Yeah, so I'm just figuring out this thing, right? Um, let's work out how quickly it takes you to get it. Let's roll percentile dice. Not perfect, but let's... 75. 75%. Yeah, so you're working pretty quickly. So you'll, you'll probably have this done by the end of this round. Okay, cool. Yep, so um, you're doing that. Then it's Memphis who fires uh, the crossbow into this creature, which um, she also has Hunter's Marked. Okay, and it takes a, a few hits from that. Then we would go to Plank, who is in the front. Let's do percentage to see how quickly you can get this thing rolling. 46. Okay, so the engine like almost starts up. It's like close. You're, you're halfway there. So next round you'll have done that. Living on a prayer. Mackenzie from inside the train uh, firing out the window. What are you going to do? Or the open casting doorway. Casting Ice Storm. Casting Ice Storm. You need to do a dexterity save. The worm gets five. Okay, so, yeah, fucked. All right. <laughs> Did Mackenzie yell that? Yep. Yes. You're fucked! You're fucked! Yep. So, 11 bludgeoning and 10 cold. Okay, the worm takes those hits. You slow it down for a second. And then it is the worm's turn. And um, it is going to... Two attacks, one with its bite and one with its stinger. It goes to bite Memphis' breast, and it is successful. So what happens here is she has to succeed on a DC 19 dexterity save or be swallowed. Oh. And she got a natural 20. Yes. So very nearly got swallowed, but that's what could happen. Ah. And then you start taking lots of acid damage and you would have to fight your way out. <laughs> Sounds horrible. Sounds, Sounds intriguing. <laughs> and G'day, just as you finish that, the tail comes flying down towards you, just as you uncouple the... And that is 26. Yes. And that's uh, 21 damage. That'll hurt. That will hurt, yep. And um, can you do a constitution save for me as well? Uh, 21. You don't know how lucky you were. <laughs> okay, um, there is poison on this tip. It doesn't take. It kind of, like, the sting you see embeds into the... You, you basically took damage from the, the hit, hit of the yeah. tail. And okay. you see the sting embeds into the cart. And you see a very nasty-looking venom come out. In fact... It um, completely melts part of this metal, and that metal is thick. That is going to fuck you up if it hits you. I wish that it hit the joining bit of the train. You've done it. You've done, <laughs> you uncouple it just as that thing hits. So this round, do I get to attack it? Yeah. So you were basically working on that, mm -hmm. and then the, the the this hit helped separate it. So Sweet. it's gone. Then we go back to G'day. It's your turn. All right. Um, I want to and the engine's really revving up now. The you train's vibrating. Like it's going to start moving in a second. Um, I shouldn't stay on the back of the train then and fight it? No. No, I don't think it's going to... You're not going to bring it down. All I right. think we've got to try and outrun it. Is there any, like, there's no... Okay, I'll try and get on the train, but is there any, like, windows, carriages that have windows smashed from the thing or anything like that? Um, I'm you, hanging out a window. Yeah, you. Can, it's not far for you to go, because you're on that middle... You'd basically decoupled the good side from the middle, yeah. 
and Mackenzie is in the doorway of the middle. So okay. if you run back to her, you'd be you've got twenty five feet speed. Yeah. Um, if you did a dash, you can do fifty feet. You'd be able to jump back in. Okay, I do that then. So you won't be able to attack because dash will be your action, but yep. you'll be able to run run in and do that. All right, so that's fine. You're back on the train next to Mackenzie. Uh, then we go to Memphis Breast, who is still holding off this worm. She shoots a fire, a flamethrower at it. That hits. Run, Memphis, run! And that does a uh, fair bit of damage, and she goes, just go! Dude, come on! Don't waste that rack! It's true, it's a good rack. And then it is Plank. You get the train started. I, I did it, guys! Good job, man. Is so, everyone on board? Yep, so the everyone train Memphis. starts moving. Everybody's on board except for Memphis. And then it is Mackenzie's turn. Um, don't have an awful lot that's solid enough to throw at it. I might, um, I'll do a scorching ray at it. Okay. So 23, 23, and 14. Yep. Okay, so which of the... Um, the 23, so two 23s will hit. Okay. The 14 won't. So, 12 fire damage. It's looking a little beaten up now. And then it tries to bite Memphis, and it rolled a three. It actually misses. Whoop. And Memphis is like, go, 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 I'll catch up on my bike. Does she have her bike? Your bike's down on the ground, yeah, by the thing. Well, it rolled bad. That'd give her the room to get out. Yeah, she she can disengage on her turn and, and get on the bike and, and okay. wrap up. So, cool. yeah, so the train starts up. You're all on the train. Cool. Um, it takes off. The worm is uh, coming up behind. Memphis uh, jumps on the bike and uses the disengage to uh, go pedaling up. She extends her hand out to you guys. Cool. I'll grab her. Grab her. You're strong. Yes. Do you, do you want me rolling? Strong anything? and also dexterity. Do you have a moment? Just make you sure like you don't her? fuck it up. You don't fuck it up. That's okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you pull her onto the train. It's like I don't want that pressure. <laughs> She, yeah, so she uh, jumps on board, you're all on board, and the train takes off with this worm sort of uh, absolutely tearing up the track behind. So yeah. it is destroying the track. This is a one-way trip. Is it kind of doing that? I don't know how smart this worm is. I mean, is it kind of doing that thing where it's kind of grabbed the wreckage of that train and it's just like, fuck yeah, pray, and it's like just rolling around with it? It's just like gobbling up this... Is that a yes? Yes, yeah, like someone eating a jelly snake from the bottom. It's just going trying to get the head. Yeah, okay, cool. It's just like mincing this um, track. Like if you're being chased by a tiger, you could like, you know, I don't know, pick up your dog and throw it behind you. And mm. tiger would be like, I mean, whoop, could, and grab the dog. <laughs> and you'd get away safe. And you see that the... Um, I can't think of a better example than a dog, I'm sorry. <laughs> and you see that Memphis's bike gets mangled. And she sighs. Aw. Make you another one, bro. And, uh, yeah, so the the train's taking off, and um, <sighs> you guys are watching through the, the doorway, and the s- sand starts to um, get caught up in the wind, and the sky is starting to darken. So we can kind of retreat from this open carriage Go into one of the other ones. Shut it down behind us. Yeah. Cool. And uh, into the bedbug dormitory. Ugh. I believe we're in the sewerage cabin, cabin at the moment. You gonna stay in there? Nope. So into the bedbug dormitory. <laughs> Good stuff. Where uh, Meth Face is like, come on, quick, kid, have a blanket. You I guys did it. Who the fuck brought him? And uh, off you go. Wow. You throw him out while no one's looking. Yeah, I might. No. I mean, I would never do that. Plank would never kill someone. <laughs> 
<laughs> was this where you guys were? Yes. Oh. Yes, it was. You should have seen ours was, like, kind of nicer than this. Yeah, I'm getting the distinct impression that's what happened. And, um, Michael, Lloyd Edgerton, says to you, Plank, can you call the others in here? Who's... Why, do you want to fart when they walk in? <laughs> Mate, please. This Fine. has been very tough. G'day, Mackenzie. Yeah, what? Do you just want them, or do you want, yeah. like... Yeah, you two come in here. Oh, you no the cabin? I'm in the driver's... Gotcha. Bring, bring, bring bloody... Memphis? Titman, too. <laughs> bring Memphis Breast. So you all come into this... And, and he's brought you in for privacy. Cool. All right. This is all going to be a little bit embarrassing for the dwarves and the gnomes. Yep. What should have been a triumph has been a disaster. We're going to be bringing a wrecked train back to the station, mm. back to where we came. We failed. Well, we're going to... We know now why exactly this should not happen in the future. Which is... I've uh, been in a hole. Giant angry worm. Yes, that's a problem. Mm. To be fair, if the track had been built, this wouldn't have been a problem. So you're saying we should rebuild no. Snowpiercer 2. <laughs> Sand, Sandpiercer 2. Yeah. Yeah, up until the worm just goes rolling through that track. But. Which it will eventually. What else I'm saying is maybe hire Memphis Breast instead of enslaving her. Like You're saying we should not enslave Anyone. The tall people, no, but no. have a respectful, equitable working relationship with them. Yeah. yeah, like whenever I go to do something to someone, I think real quick, like, would I want this done to me? Would I think that was fair? And the answer is no, I don't do it. Look at us, we're a pro. Points at you, g'day. Too short. Uh huh. Points at you, plank. Just right. Thanks, buddy. <laughs> yeah, I'll fuck you too, buddy. So, so what do we tell everyone? Um, that we're heroes, we're survivors. And don't go in the desert. And he points to Memphis. And we're not going to put her in prison. Nope. No. No. Not, Maybe gonna, not going to execute her. She should have a job. She's a really great... She's great at organising and inspiring people. Yeah. Great rack. Yeah. She could be a model. She could do more than that, even. So when we have important... <laughs> Part-time model. <laughs> <laughs> so what you're saying is, next time I have an important mission where I need a reliable person to help me out, mm -hmm. I should call Memphis here. Sure. Like, particularly if I was uh, doing a little project, hypothetical project, called Sandpiercer 2. <laughs> <laughs> she might have some opinions Working on how you title. Do, yeah, and how you can hey, do look, it better. Hey, look, yes. uh, if she lets you, then uh, go for it. But he please don't call us again. He offers his hand to her and goes, did you ever want to work in with the government? And she goes, yeah. <laughs> Why not? So, will they give me a bike? Yep. That's what needs to happen. Everyone's looking at Mackenzie. That's true. Having this conversation by herself. Fuck you guys. It's like when people narrate what animals are thinking, isn't it? <laughs> well, you're the one who characterised your people as animals, not me. Mackenzie, why would you say that? Mackenzie, oh. Mackenzie, why is that name familiar? <laughs> She's a famous author. Ah, oh, yes, I'll have to look that up later. All right, everyone. Memphis and I, we're going to sort this out. We'll do damage control. Yeah, she's very charismatic. And she goes, yeah, charismatic, except for all the sand in this thing. And takes off her breastplate <laughs> and reveals her perfect freckled breasts. And she shakes the sand out. And the train rolls off in the distance towards the lights of Taterton. And that, my friends, was a little adventure I like to call... Sand piercer. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Yay!
Yay! You did it. Well done. That was fun. Did you get any loot? Did you get any loot? We'll sort that out with the audience. Like a chainsaw? Oh, shit. No, you didn't. You guys didn't pick up any of that stuff. I was gonna. I was in a hat. I wanted to pick up those hammers. Yeah, they were rocket. They were like, there was a lot of sweet But then attached there. to my hand We crashed! Axles. You passed the bodies. Damn. Why are you looking at me like that? Why am I getting an evil look for your shortcomings as a player? <laughs> but I've been DMing the shit out of this thing. <laughs> yeah, settle down, Rover. Jesus. Alright. Uh, look, thanks everyone for listening. Um, I mean... The pleasure was yours. <laughs> but, uh, let's be on it. Let's put on a free show for you on a Saturday night. Fuck, what do you want? Um, look, thanks everyone. Go to fruitlesspursuits.com or dungeonsanddrongos.com. We're not quite done yet. Let's not move all the papers around um, <laughs> to find out everything else that we're doing. Uh, you can uh, find out all our links to social media and stuff, links to our Facebook discussion page. There will be audience participation threads where you can put up items or sponsorship deals or whatever you want to do uh, to become a part of the show. I think we'll just run some um, ongoing ideas threads because it seems a shame to toss everything out after one episode and then start again. Um, there are some great items and ideas you guys have come up with that I would still like to use. And I say guys, there's been a lot, no, there have been some of our female listeners jumping in, but don't let it be a boys club. Don't be bullied by those rough boys. We've got a lot of great female listeners. 50-50, just like the show. Get it in there. <laughs> Put it in there. We want to hear your ideas. So, um, yeah, maybe we could have some vagina weapons. Yes, so I would love about that. Dicks. We do, we have a portable hole. <laughs> True, <laughs> we got three. <laughs> so, yes, none of them are stationary. You imagine the adventures if all your holes were stationary, girls. <laughs> Everyone would have to come to you. <laughs> 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 so yeah uh, do all those wonderful things We're, and, and support us on Patreon but come to that Facebook discussion group uh, be a pal and be a gal or be a gal <laughs> be a gal pal be a gal pal <laughs> uh, where can they find you guys if they wanted to uh, if they want to um, I'm on Twitter at Hog Sandwich I'm on Twitter at ZachWH I'm on Instagram at Paris Burns. I'm on Instagram at Fruitless Pursuits. Come and see the art I'm doing. I'm doing covers for each adventure. Little Golden Book style. Mackenzie is hideous. She's not. She's lovely. <laughs> and I'm looking forward to uh, drawing this adventure in a year from now. Yes. <laughs> yeah, that'll be a good one. All right. Uh, anything else? Have we done it? We did it. We did we our did job. It. All right. Whack-a-day.